You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey there, guess what? It's my birthday. Woohoo! Today we're celebrating my birthday and the one year anniversary of my podcast with a special bonus episode featuring my friend, astrologer, and numerologist, Adam Z. Krieger. This conversation that we had was so interesting and insightful and meaningful, and I know that you're going to walk away with like a deeper understanding of astrology and numerology, and hopefully you're inspired to do a little bit more investigation for yourself. So enjoy. Hey, Adam. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Hi, Alyssa. (laughs) Happy birthday. Thank you. So um, today is a big day. It's my birthday, January 15th. And I, when I was thinking about coming, you know, leading up to my birthday and, and, and its relation to the podcast as well, I launched Positively Anti-Inflammatory a few days before my birthday in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so this, there's kind of like this connection with a one-year anniversary, my podcast and my birthday, like, you know, this kind of like idea of birth and celebration. And so it's all wrapped into one. And when I was thinking about how I wanted to celebrate, I wanted to, I immediately thought of you, my friend who is an astrologer and a numerologist. And I thought it would be so much fun to have you on the podcast to, you know, celebrate this you know, anniversary and birthday, but also for you to share about what you do and how that can be tied into wellness and healing and, um, and also selfishly, like I want a little insight of like, what can you tell me about, (laughs) about my year, about my, my birthday. So, (laughs) um, so anyway, with that, again, I'm grateful that you're here. Welcome. And I am just, I'm, I'm thrilled for you to share your wisdom and your insight and your heart, because I know that's, that is like, you are, you are, uh, a gift to this world. So thank you for being here today and celebrating. <laughs> thank you for that uh, introduction and welcome. Um, yeah. Um, well, I, I, you know, I, I'm sure there are people listening who have had no exposure to um, things like astrology and numerology and would have uh, only um, a general idea um, or a distorted idea, um, because I think that's what many people have of these things uh, due to the representation, the general rep- representation it's had traditionally in the world in terms of um, the common sort of uh, promotion of these things, which um, uh, it, it's understandable that people would either um, have little understanding or even um, total uh, uh, disrespect for these things because of the way that it's often, um, 
presented, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, typically um, through horoscopes and magazines and newspapers, um, which mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that those are all um, bad or anything, but um, they're at, at least they're very general. Right. So it's, you know, and they go typically go by sun sign alone. Um, so uh, it, it can be accurate or relevant, but it also can be uh, seem completely irrelevant. Um, it, it would be like saying, oh, you're American. So therefore you're this way, this way, this way, this way. <laughs> but I do. Here's the deal. I'm a Capricorn. And in my younger years, like I kind of was like, I don't want to be a Capricorn. You know, my birthday is January 15th and I know Aquarius starts on January 20th. And so I, or some people say it's January, you know, whatever, anyway, the 21st. So I was kind of like, I'm more of an Aquarius. I'm unconventional and independent and, you know, um, but I've just, I've just accepted the Capricornness. <laughs> yeah. well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, uh, so, so it's, it's general when you're just dealing with a sun sign, right. um, right. you know, it'd be like, oh, you're American. Therefore you're, I don't know, independent or pioneering or obnoxious and aggressive or, right. you know, it's like whatever a person's um, idea of such a general label would be, um, it could be true um but it's not very specific to you as an individual and the specifics are what is revealed when you actually look or you have an astrologer look at your personal birth chart okay you know because yeah so you you for instance were born with the sun in capricorn but you know you also have the moon was in a particular sign you know your jupiter was somewhere your neptune was somewhere and they're all in a particular uh, conversation with each other, de- depending on the time and place you were born, and they're all in particular houses. So it gets very, very involved when you um, say go for a reading or something like that. Um, and um, you know, and astrology and numerology are, are both ancient arts. Some people would refer to them as sciences, but you know, they're they're, they're traditionally practices of divination which means they were they were systems that were discovered they weren't invented they were discovered and they were discovered all over the world in every culture with differences but also um very apparent similarities uh archetypal similarities archetypal meaning these timeless universal truths that um show up symbolically in these systems and these systems were traditionally used to answer questions um, and predict the future, mm-hmm. predict the course of your life. There was a lot of that sort of approach. And there still is in many areas of the world. That's the dominant use of these things is uh, that sort of way of div- divination, like um, what, you know, when am I, you know, am I, am I going to get married or is this, this, you know, job interview or, 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 you know, should I, you know, should I go skydiving, you know, next month or, you know, whatever it is, um, it, it, that's been the the dom- throughout human history that uh, as long as these things have existed, numerology and astrology, and it, it's kind of hard to chart where and when these things actually began. There's always a lot of uh, debate over these things. It's very mysterious, you know, hidden in, in the deep uh, past of humanity. But um, for most of humanity, that's how these things were used. And it's only been in modern times, I would say, going back to, you know, maybe uh, 125 years, maybe 150 years that it started changing and 
um, especially with the advent of psychology as a thing, as an existing science, mm-hmm. uh, which really came around the time, the turn of the 20th century or, you know, around that time generally. Um, astrology really f- sort of blending w- or, or folding that into it. Uh, th- so it became, uh, at least in the modern West, I would say it's, it's become less of a divinatory predictive tool, these mm-hmm. things, both, both astrology and, and numerology, uh, and, and, and to where it's maybe even mostly being used as, a, as tools of self-knowledge. Yeah. So, so and and I would also say healing. Yes. And you'd because also say what? Healing. Healing. Okay. Yeah, because you know, um, you know, I went through uh, four years of the, of uh, school that was called the IM School of Healing Arts, and one of the things I what does IM stand for? IM was uh, more of a symbol than an abbreviation. Oh, okay. Okay. That it was. I think the way my teacher liked to describe it was the I was the vertical axis. In oh, the end. Got it. Okay. Um, but you could also kind of connect it to I am. Um, but it was, yeah, the I am school of healing arts. Uh, the, the director and t- main teacher there was a man named Levent, a Turkish uh, clairvoyant healer who was a huge uh, guide for me and healer for me on my path at that time. This is going back 20 years or so. So, um, anyway, it was, it was during that, uh, those four years that I began, um, doing readings for people and I actually started with tarot cards. Um, but my approach, because I was being trained as a healer, um, my approach was always from that angle. Like, how can I use these, this tool of tarot cards? And then later when I was ready, I moved to astrology and numerology. How can I use these tools to help people to heal? So let's look at what that word healing means, you know, um, as I understand it, healing or to heal means to be, to make whole. So it's, um, it's like, uh, a a fragmented circle that's coming back with all these different pieces that's being put back together again and made whole, Mm -hmm. made into one whole thing. That's what that's where the word healing comes from to make whole. So to speak of healing outside of a holistic context is sort of um, strange. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like any approach to healing that's not considering the whole is, 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 is strange and maybe ineffective and maybe crazy, you know, and that's been a lot of the criticism, I think, of the Western, modern Western approach to to medicine and healing has been, oh, it's just about dealing with symptoms and not really understanding the underlying um, picture, the the the, the, gr- the deeper, uh, greater context of where these symptoms might be arising from, or where these diseases might be, or why they might be arising, and how each thing is connected to the other. It's very mm-hmm. part by part in the yes. West, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And it fits in with our psychology, which is much more an individual psychology as opposed to a collective sort of identity. We're much mm-hmm. more about being individuals, especially in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's all about like right. every person for themselves and and um, this sort of thing, you know. And um, so, you know, it definitely in the East, there, there was traditionally more of a holistic approach, looking at the 
at least the body as a whole, you know, not even getting into the deeper, um, subtler levels of being that exist, you know, that you could put in the more, you know, under the term, uh, you know, term it more mystical or something like that, you know, or even spiritual. So I'm just right now, I'm just trying to do a little like, uh, Hey, how are you in regards to astrology and numerology and connected to what you do, what you present, which is, um, uh, you know, in the realm of holistic healing. Right. Um, and I'm sure you have your specific emphases, like, um, how to deal with inflammation, which as I understand is the cause of many, many, many problems. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the connection I see between these mystical divinatory spiritual arts and healing is that these things, I found them to be useful tools in helping a person to become whole. How so? And, well, I mean, you know, where, where to begin with that? Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, because, you know, like I was saying with astrology uh, in around, you know, the turn of the 20th century, it really started um, taking a different angle and coming more from less about what's going to happen to me, what should I do? And more about more becoming a, a, a way of um, knowing oneself here and now. That's how that's my, you know, I'm, you, you, I mean, you know, this about me. I'm, I'm very interested in astrology um, and I have been forever, but I have a very superficial understanding, you know, like I have some, that's most people do, you as know, but I still love it. Like I'm, I'm really interested in, I think why, I'm personally interested and in, in it's, it makes sense of what you're saying, the evolution it's, it's, it is more about helping me kind of reflect about who I am and how I am in the world and how I interact with other people. And also, you know, this just comes to mind. Like what's really interesting is I've noticed patterns in my life where I have certain people come into my life that are a certain sign and and then maybe they stay, maybe they go. But it's like, I remember years ago, like all these like really good, like Gemini female friends just kind of came in. It was so, and it was because I'm, because I'm always asking, Ooh, when's your birthday? You know, I'm very interested in that. Like, I want to know right. um, what people's signs are. Um, and it's not like I can, you know, have anything more you know, anything deeper to say, but it's just, I've noticed patterns, even with, you know, people I've dated or, um, or what have you, that there are certain patterns. So that's like just very interesting. And so for me, the, the, you know, the, the little that I know about astrology is I'm just very curious and intrigued by how it can help, um, promote, um, self-reflection and self-awareness, which yeah. I think is like totally, you know, um, you know, a part of, of healing. Yeah. It, it definitely is. I, I mean, um, if there's anything I got from being in those four years of my healing school with that wonderful teacher and healer, Levent, it was the understanding that body and mind are not affecting each other. They're actually one thing. It's like a spectrum going from the most subtle to the most gross, you could say, or, or, or material. Um, from the mental to the physical, uh, uh, going 
it, it's a, it's, it's a continuum. That's all I could say, really. It's not like two things that are affecting each other, because even that's revolutionary still in the world to think that, oh, that, that the mind could actually be affecting the body and vice versa. That's still new information, yeah. uh, at least in the West. It's still new. It's still like a lot of people haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, and even those of us who have haven't fully gotten there yet, but we at least get it on a on some level. Right. But to understand that it's actually one, it's actually a continuum. Um, As if, um, you know, there would be a thicker layer in your glass at the bottom and a thinner layer of the liquid at the top. It's all one thing, but it shifts as it, as it goes along that, that continuum, it, 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 it becomes denser as it moves towards the physical form. So, you know, it, it gets deeper and deeper, I think, as you go into healing and it go, it goes from um, dealing with the physical is, is such an immense field. I mean, it's such a, it's such a huge realm, just getting the deeper um, understanding of the causes of why this rash appeared on your body or why your hair is falling out or why this is happening or that's happening. Just to understand at the physical level, what's actually going on is, is a huge, probably endless study. It goes on and on and, and, and there's always new um, discoveries and innovations and modalities and, and approaches to healing these things and understandings of how to treat this and how to tweak this and how to improve this and what to avoid here and what, you know, that goes on endlessly. And so uh, in no way am I trying to discount the people who primarily focus on the physical realm, because there's so much there to learn and to understand in order to be healthy. Yes. And obviously there's so much variation from one person to another um, in terms of like, Oh, I can digest this. You can't digest that. (laughs) That's right. You know, so there's that. And then there's these other levels that are completely interwoven with the physical condition, which is like, say, for instance, the psychological level. Now, before, you know, just getting into psychology, I think it's important to have understand that what we're aware of is like the very, very, very tip of the iceberg in our life. What we're conscious of, what we call our consciousness is like the tip of the iceberg of Reality, it's the tip of the iceberg of ourselves. It's the tip of the iceberg of our psyche, our inner, our inner world. So there's a lot happening that we're not aware of in ourselves, around ourselves all the time. And so to begin to explore that, and that's another realm where there's so many different approaches and modalities and ways, but to begin to explore one's inner life, inner world, one's psychology, um, I think is essential to being healthy and to pursuing your healing. I agree. And so how does numerology and or astrology fit into that? Right. So they're mirrors essentially. And uh, um, that might not be the best analogy, but that, that is what they do. They function in that way. They're showing you yourself through this sort of um, symbolic picture. Okay. 
You know, before I, I, can you just explain, I mean, can you just give like a, a basic definition of like, what is astrology or what, and what is numerology? I mean, I, you know, I understand that it's very deep and complex and I think. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do that. But if, you know, just the, uh, the, the version of just, you know, kindergartner version here. I will do the best I can. Astrology. Uh, you know, how to define what is astrology, what is numerology that, like I said, they're, 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 um, they're divination tools. So astrology works with primarily it, it, it deals with the, what, what you would call um, maybe the wandering stars, which are the planets, what we call the planets. So it's considering that these planets are living beings that uh, have um, influence in our lives. Now, some people say, oh, that's ridiculous. And how could that be? And that's uh, insane. And how could a planet, you know, so far away, blah, blah, blah. But these are massive, massive, massive bodies. You know, probably in the 60s and 70s in the West, the notion or the idea that the earth is an organism began surfacing that it's actually a body and it has all these parts and they're actually all interrelated and just like a body like the the human body the earth is a body it's a living thing and you can consider it as one thing so imagine like your mother gives birth to you, you come out into the room and for whatever reason, there's like a newly married couple in one corner of the room having an argument. And then in the other corner, there's like a harpist playing a harp, a lovely peaceful man. Like you come into this realm of very sensitive being, you're going to be impacted by what's happening in that room by the beings that are in that room, right? And also where they are in the room. If that harp is right up close to you, that's going to have more maybe um, of your attention or have more of an effect on you than that arguing couple way in the corner. So the harpist and the arguing couple are different planets is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I love that I asked you for a kindergarten yeah. definition and this yeah. is what we're getting. <laughs> well. There is no kindergarten definition. I know, I know, but I just feel like I want to like just know, bring, it, to, break, break it down. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is now imagine the cosmos is one big room that you're born into. Yeah. Massive beings. Yeah, that's pretty. We're like, we're not even a grain of sand on the, on the face of the earth compared to like the size of these beings. And I call them beings because that's what I mean. They're, they're bodies that, like any body, has an intelligence, has a certain kind of energy and vibe to it and flavor and character to it. So if, say, just the solar system is a big room that you're born into, the time and the place that you're born and where those beings happen to be at that moment and how they're conversing with each other, where they're in, whether they're in a harmonious conversation with each other or an argument or ignoring each other, all of that is laid out in your birth chart. Mm-hmm. That's the moment you were born. What was happening in the cosmos? Mm-hmm. In our 
And I think that it, it seems to me that 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 for anyone who's curious about this or interested or already believes, you know, it is like you ha- like it's like opening up your your mind to the idea that like everything is interconnected and everything is energy because like yeah. that like as you're talking, it's kind of like, okay, fine. I'm I'm born in this hospital, you know, this I'm January 15th, 1973 at 9.32 a.m. in uh, suburbs of Minneapolis, Minnesota, you know? So how does, you know, but I I mean, I I think for me personally, I'm, I'm very, and I always have been, this is just my personality and just like my soul and my being on this earth. Like I'm very open to possibilities and anything. So I'm just curious about this. Whereas I understand that people might be like, what the hell are you talking about? But I guess just to, you know, and then I want to move on to numerology because I think that's well, you are, less- well, speaking of you are that way because partially at least, uh, or mainly, mainly, possibly mainly because your birth number in numerology is number nine. And that would likely make you very, very open to all sorts of things. And we don't have to get there that this moment, but you just were talking about how you're open to these things. And you mentioned numerology. Yeah. I just want to bring in yeah. your birth number, which is as significant as the sun sign in astrology. Your birth number is nine. And okay, that- so, so then what's numerology? And then how do you get to number nine from my birthday? Okay. So like astrology is using primarily, most commonly using the planets and their configuration to... Um, as a sort of mirror to your life and yourself here and now, it can also relate to the future and the past. Uh, numerology, which is just as ancient, maybe even more ancient, um, is using number as that symbolic language. So, you know, we all know the quantitative value of numbers two means one and two, you know, five means, you know, like the amount of fingers you typically have on one hand. Uh, but there's a qualitative side to these numbers as well. It, okay. It's like, what does three feel like? Mm. What does seven feel like? What is the meaning of these things? What is the, I don't know, the soul of, of number four? You know, what, what, is the, what is the intelligence that that number carries? So like I said, we, we, we all understand the quantitative side of these things, but the more secret side is the qualitative side. It's, it's the it's the meaning of these things. And sometimes it's, it's easy to uh, immediately tune into this stuff, like with some of the numbers, like one, you know, what's something you think of when you think of the number one, what might be some associations you have with that number? You might say, uh, you know, uh, originality or, or the first mm-hmm. one, a, a trailblazer, or maybe uh somebody that, uh, you know, is on their own a lot or is able to, to do things alone or is a loner, you know, somebody, uh, you know, it, it, it's easy to start actually tuning into what the energy of one is. And maybe with two, it has something to do with relationship and somebody who, or somebody who's able to take the play second fiddle to someone else, somebody who's able to maybe be, um, more in a, like as if this, the number one is the sun, maybe the two is the moon that sort of comes and reflects the light of the sun back. So maybe they, that with two comes this ability to support and reflect, you know, and 
it gets a little bit maybe less clear as you progress through the numbers, but I'm just trying to show you that this mm-hmm. is where it gets into with numerology, gets into what the meaning of these numbers is apart from the quantitative value. So and how do you, you, yeah. How, how, what do you mean? I'm a number nine. <laughs> so, so that, that, you know, you calculate that by adding up the, the numbers of your entire birth date. So that's like, you know, um, day, month, year, and not just 73, but one, nine. nine okay. So with numerology, or but then wait, uh, how does that get to nine? Well, I'll explain it to you. So with okay. numerology, uh, generally you're working with the single digits. So okay. one through nine, and one you're always, nine. you're always reducing a sum to a single digit. So I'll give you an example with your birth date. So you would, so January is one, then you've got the, uh, 15, the 15th of January, and then you've got 1973. So it's one plus one plus five plus one plus nine plus seven plus, plus three. And because I'm practicing this, I can do it very quickly, you know, so, you know, but I'll just break it down, you know, like, uh, okay, so you got the one, then you got the one and the five for 15, one plus five is six. So add that to the one of January, that's seven. So now we add that to the year number. So seven plus one is eight, mm-hmm. eight plus nine is 17. Okay. Then you can right away, you can reduce that to a single digit. One plus seven is eight. So eight plus the next number seven is 15. Reduce that to a single digit. One plus five is six. And then six plus the last digit three is nine. Okay. Okay, Since it's my um, bonus birthday episode. So tell me um, how awesome I am being a number nine. (laughs) I think anybody who knows you and and with or without a knowledge of numerology knows how awesome you are um, in many ways. (laughs) Um, But nine is awesome. And um, generally, I don't like to make such general statements. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But one thing I have found myself saying uh, t- from time to time, and obviously there's always exceptions to a generality, but um, I like saying that uh, people with birth number nine are generally old souls. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Meaning they've been around the block. They've been in, and again, I'm, I'm sort of uh, putting the the presupposition forward of like that we're, we're all believing in past lives, which I know is not the case, but that's sort of where I come from is that, yeah, we, I, I do the reincarnation thing. So um, somebody whose birth number is nine, they, they've been everything. They've been the king. They've been the beggar. They've been the cab driver. They've been the, you know, the, the emperor. They've been, uh, they've been it all. They've been the, the policeman. They've been the prostitute. They've been the criminal. They've been the, the, the farmer, the, the, you know, they've been rich. They've been poor. They've been all these things. They've been around the block many, many, many times. And so there's sort of a storehouse in this, in that person's soul of wisdom. And along with that, as the Buddhists like to always point out, um, with wisdom comes us uh, and understanding comes, comes compassion. There's an ability to relate to like anyone at any level. Yeah. And an interest in that often. And because nine really get the meaning of nine is probably, it's funny that that's the first number that I'm speaking of specifically because nine is the most mysterious, um, it, it's it's really getting into the spiritual level of reality, the non-dual 
level of reality. And I don't want to get too over anyone's head, but it's really that place where all is one. All is actually one, which is where the most modern science has led us and where the ancient mysticism has always pointed to, that all mm. is actually one. Yeah. See that just you could language that more in the way of uh, interconnectedness. And that brings us back to the idea of holistic healing, how every part is connected. You mm. can't be healthy over here and unhealthy over here. You have to bring everything into har- harmony as, as someone in your profession uh, certainly knows. Yeah. So, um, so nine is sort of the reality of that, which is a reality that is hard to speak about. It's hard to express. It's because it's non-dual and we tend to think and speak in dualistic terms, in relative terms. So it's hard to even put language to what nine is about. And that's why I said, it's funny that that's the number that I'm speaking right. about first, specifically right. sort of like beyond it, it's sort of impossible to actually communicate it, but you can sort of get a sense of it. And that's also something about nine is that, that through more symbolic language, like art, the arts, uh, the, that realm, that non-dual reality can sort of get communicated or expressed better Mm -hmm. than very rational dualistic language or, or thought. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's just nine encompasses it all. Yeah. So I find that with people who have either have a birth number of nine or uh, it, it figures uh, prominently in their numerolo- numerological combination, they, they generally have a very broad kind of uh, view or of life or a, a, they're broad minded or a lot of interests. Um, they can, they're really holding space for all of it at some level. And so it, it, it's hard to pinpoint, oh, if you're a nine, that means you'll be a banker or right. a, <laughs> you, like with any of the numbers, I would say you really could be anything. It's, it's more about how you're being it. But with nine, you definitely could be anything with a nine. You could be anything with it if you're a nine. And, um, you know, I know you have um, definitely a broad sort of. Mm-hmm. spectrum of activities and interests. Yeah. yeah. And so in that sense, you're, you, you know, you're, you hold quite a, you can hold quite a bit just in who you're being in the world. Yeah. What yeah. you're bringing to the world. Yeah. So I'm like thinking about someone listening and they're like, okay, let me like write out my, my, you know, thing and whatever number they are, you know, um, yeah. You know, maybe they would just Google it or, <laughs> or like, there's plenty of information on the internet nowadays, yeah. you, know, look up what, you know, how to do this, how to do that. Um, I find like with anything I find in life that 95% of the stuff is crap. And then there's like 5% that's like good stuff. And I, I, I apply that to, to when I'm listening to music, checking out new, you know, like any genre of music, it's like, the majority is like not great. It's not really to me hitting me where I need to be hit. Uh, and then there's some good stuff that you mm-hmm. need to dig a little to find. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's everything, but yeah, but I'm, I, I would suspect like, like 
someone listening is curious, like, Ooh, what number am I at? <laughs> you know, I, it's interesting because the, the numerology piece, um, you introduced me to that years ago when we first met and like, I didn't know anything about it, but, and I, I, I feel like I'm kind of more, um, aware of astro- like astrology, um, then I'm like kind of doing like superficial investigation on numerology, but I think you're bringing me back to getting really curious about numerology. And I wonder it's, you know, it's interesting because my birthday, you know, is two weeks after the new year. So my life, like, like there is this, um, kind of extension of like celebration around this like time of transition for me, you know, there's like holidays and, you know, um, yeah, which you know year. I love yeah the new year's and um and then there's my birthday and then you know and then even with this podcast being now a year old around that time like it just it it just feels um exciting and fun to me to um really just feel like this is a really for me because this is you know, like I, you know, I, 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 I love the winter time. I love, I don't know. I just, you know, just want to just acknowledge that. And, um, so let me step in here and say something about you yeah. personally, numerology in relation to your podcast. So every year we're in a, a personal year number. So like I said, numerology works with the single digits one through nine. So how to calculate what year you're in, what number year you're in. You just look at the current birth day. So obviously, right, the month and the day stay the same every year. You're always January 15th, but the year changes. So for you to figure out what year you're now in, you would do, you would take the month and the day. So you have the one and the 15, right? So one plus one plus five, that's seven. So you're always going to add seven to whatever year it is. Okay. That's, and what, and when you get the sum and and reduce it to a single digit, that's the sort of energy that, or that's, that's, that's presiding over that whole year for you. That's what I add that to 2022. Like I add that to six. Exactly. So then seven plus six, seven plus six, um, 13. So then it's four Exactly. year four. So let me, let me, before we get into four, I want to just point out that you began your podcast in your three year. Okay. Is that so good or bad? <laughs> it's actually well, good because I love my podcast. I love it so much. So whatever it is, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me just say three. You, I like to define three as creative self-expression. Oh, I'm going to cry. Hmm. that's how I, that's the first thing I always say about three is creative self-expression. Oh my God. I'm literally have tears in my eyes. Cause I do. F- yeah. Okay. That's go on. Great. I love it. So my, well, because I always add eight to whatever year I'm in because my birthday is April 22nd, four 22. So it's four plus two plus two. So that's eight. So my, so you add seven to whatever year you're in to get your personal year number. So I was in three in 2020. That was my three year. And that's the year that I began doing online classes, teaching beginners, numerology, advanced numerology, oh, numerology yeah. my, my uh, sort of little ministry Sunday morning class on healing and affirmation and, and spirituality in general. And um, 
all of a sudden I was very um, in the public eye, expressing myself creatively in the moment. Cause, cause I also do music and I do, and I work on uh, fiction. So I, I tend to think, Oh, creative self-expression, that's art. But I, I, I've also done readings for over 20 years. And I understand that mm-hmm. um, that is certainly a uh, form of creative self-expression. I love it. Yeah. And I love I, it. Podcast, um, you know, for you is a definite form of creative self-expression. So the fact that you began it right at the start of your number three year is perfect. Yay. <laughs> yeah. it just, it just, it's, it's perfect timing. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been using these tools for myself and for others for, for a couple of decades now. So it's like, I've seen it time and time again, how this, how this stuff plays out. You don't have to go looking for it or trying to like make it work. It's just there. Right. And then, and then it's like, whether I knew about numerology or not, but now I do. And you told me then it's kind of this, like, for me, it's a cool, interesting, like validation and like, oh, wow, I'm on the right path. You know, like this, this, I knew like I wanted to do this. It feels so good. I'm super grateful for everyone listening and for my, and this opportunity to just connect. Um, and it, and it does it, it 100% is a creative project for me, you know, and, and, and it's a very meaningful, like I want to help people, <laughs> you know, and connect with people. So yeah, yeah. that's well, awesome. So, so uh, then I'll just, uh, the wanting to help people and, and that is, um, you know, your day number, just the 15, that's a six. And that's a very significant number in, in your combination. I, I call it your combination. Uh, there's the birth number and your day number. And then there's the three numbers that are derived from your birth name. The day number speak, um, speaks very much to your, your true nature. And six, I always say six is the number of the heart. Six is one of what I call the love numbers. And it's, it's not, it, you know, I, I think of two, three, and nine as the love numbers, but they're very diff- they're very distinct, each one. You know, two is very much about that sort of soulmate intimacy between lovers, between, you know, that kind of soulmate, between twins, between best friends, any, any, uh, that kind of closeness where there's almost like a mystical romance and ecstasy in that union, Mm. that really close, almost secret union between two. That's, that's more of the energy of two. Um, Nine is the love of just at a universal level. It knows no bounds. Six is the love of family, friends, community. It's a love of your garden. It's a love of your, the animals, your pets. Or something. It's a love of your plants. It's a love of your land. It's a love of mm. people around you who you're actually personally connected to. Yeah, and feel that connection so strongly that you are moved out of love to do whatever you can to serve them. So there's a lot of healing energy in that six. There's a lot of energy of direct service, not the kind of service where you're writing a book that's going to affect millions of people in a positive way. That's more of a nine thing. More, mm-hmm. it's, it's more of like one-on-one counseling, mm-hmm. a massage therapist, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing where it's very personal and direct. 
Yeah, which is what I do. Yeah, exactly. So because that's your nature, because that's your day number is six. That's who you are. Yeah. The birth number is more like the theme of your life. It's the, it's like the energy of your entire life. So that means you as a character in that, but also all of your experience, whether it's inner or outer, it's the light that's imbuing all of it, giving it a certain tone, a certain flavor, a certain energy. That's the birth number. Wait, but, what, and what's, which is the, the birth number is six. I'm six. No, your birth number is nine. Nine. Oh, sorry. I got confused. Oh, it's all of them together. Okay. Birth number nine. And then what's the six? The six is your day number. And that's, day number. that's day number. what I would call your true nature. Interesting. And that's not even getting into the name numbers, which are very, it gets it even more. <laughs> it's, like, it's like moving from looking at a horoscope in a newspaper to looking at your birth chart, especially yeah. with a, a skilled astrologer. It's like, it starts getting more and more specific to you. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, you're an American. Therefore I know what you're about. No, it's like, you're an American. Okay. You're from Minnesota. Okay. Now we're getting a little more specific. Oh, you're born in the, you know, in the seventies. Okay. We're getting a little more specific and it just gets more and more relevant and specific to you. Right. So it's like that with the numerology as well. Numero- numerology, it's probably, I would say it's equally as mysterious and, and, and deep as astrology, but it's a lot simpler to, to, hmm use. Yeah. And there's something I like about numerology. I use them both in my practice. When I do readings for people, I I use both numerology. I find they work amazing together. And I see how, when I see something in the numerology, I see where it's reflected in the birth chart and vice versa. And so it just helps me to draw uh, information out more when I'm looking to help somebody, you know? So, uh, but numerology, there's something simple about it that I really like. And that's probably because I'm a double four and fours tend to like simple, basic foundational things. Uh, So let's talk about four because now you're in your four year. So last year was your three year and you started, you launched, which is such a perfect example of creative self-expression, especially with somebody whose nature is sick. So it's not just creative self-expression for the sake of entertainment or bringing, you know, uh, color into the world. It is doing that, but it's also looking to serve and nurture and nourish, which is very number six. And that's your day number. That's your, that's you. That's your nature. I love it. So, so three was that sort of thing. Like I said, my three year was when I started doing classes online, yeah. which I didn't expect. That was really a result of COVID coming in in 2020 and all of a sudden yeah. everything happened. And I wound up, that just was an unexpected uh, occurrence. So now you're in your four year and that's a very different energy. And I don't typically do prediction. Sometimes I'll tune in, I'll see something developing in a person's life and looking at the astrology and numerology. And maybe I can say something um, in a general sense. And oftentimes I've found that I can be accurate in a general sense, um, Rarely specifically, but because that's not my angle on astrology. There's so many angles on astrology. There's so many schools of, of astrology. Uh, and yeah. I mean, it's endless. It's I'm endless. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So, Because really when you're becoming an astrologer or a numerologist, um, what you're doing is you're developing your connection to these living symbols. So my connection is going to be different than your connection to them. Mm-hmm. They both were, were pursuing the study. We're going to have different, there's going to be commonalities 
but we're going to have different experiences because they're living things. Number four is a living symbol. Capricorn is a living energy. It's not like you can just define it with a dead term or label. Oh, you know, Jupiter is expansion. It's like, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's ever changing in the sense that like depends on where it is in your chart and what planets it's aspecting, where it is in the sky right now. There's so many sides to that energy of Jupiter. I mean, it's like, so it would be kind of saying like, well, you know, what is Adam? You know, and it's like, you might say something that somebody else who knows me might never say. Right. So that's how it is. I always say, if you go to five good astrologers, you're going to get five completely different readings Mm -hmm. and none of them will contradict each other. Hmm. So wait, what about my four year? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just always wants to know about themselves. Well, yeah, it's my, we're celebrating my birthday. No, it's perfect. Um, so w- what I'll say about four, you know, is is um, I, I always like to kind of go to the essence of it before getting into the particularities. But like four is, this is going to not sound basic, but it's the organizational principle of the universe. So it's it's this it's a structuring energy. It's a laying a foundation kind of energy. It's the it's sort of like putting the bones in place for something. And it definitely translates into work. You're building something. You're, you're seeking to manifest the creative idea maybe that you had in the three. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeking to manifest it and make it real in time, space, reality. Interesting. So you're seeking to bring it into a form, a limited and limiting form because everything in time space reality has its limits that's the whole nature of time space reality yeah everything has a beginning and an end it's it's mortality it's impermanence it, it, so but that's the four realm is you're you're seeking to bring a vision or an a creative idea into manifest form so it involves work it involves building it's a building energy i often like to use the symbol of the pyramid to to speak about number 4 because you know, a lot of times we think of, you know, triangles with the pyramid because the sides are the shape of triangles, but actually the base of the pyramid is a square. So it's the perfect four-sided shape. So wait, so just for, so, so wait, how did we get to the number four again? Well, that's the year you're in now. The year. So it's, it's the. the it's, it's calculating your current birthday. So again, the one. Monster- 15 oh oh no no it's not the year it's not the it's just the the day the 15 it's the it's the month and the day they always stay the the day month okay seven that's seven then you add it to whatever year you're gotcha okay because i just want to be mindful of someone listening who wants to do the calculations too that's how that's how it goes you calculate that you add up those numbers and say the sum is uh 23 you got to reduce to a single digit so you just take those two and three, you add them together, you get a five. That's the year you're in currently. You could okay. look back to 1997 and say, what, what number year was I in then? That was a crazy year. And you yeah. can just- Ooh, fascinating. I love it. You add it to 1997. So you take the one, 15, add it to 1997. That was your year number for all of 1997. Mm-hmm. Now there's controversy as there is with every, any of these systems. There, there's differences of opinion. There are people who say, oh no, the personal year begins on your birthday. Even if your birthday is 
December 31st of that year, that's when it would begin. And I used to hold that opinion, but then I, uh, one of the few numerology books I really thought was great. She was coming from the angle. No, it begins for everyone on January 1st. Mm. And, but her, her descriptions of everything, it was so mind-blowingly accurate. I had to shift my allegiance. And then I was like, no, okay, this is what it is. That was a turning point in my study of numerology. Mm-hmm. And because I could say, well, it's arbitrary. January 1st is just a date. It doesn't matter, you know, Right. but it does matter. We live according to that calendar. It's a big part of the collective consciousness, the, the, the dream that we're all dreaming together. It's, it's a huge measuring tool that we're all sort of living by. So it can't be just uh, dismissed as arbitrary. True. True. And it's interesting because, you know, I'm Jewish. And so there's Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish new year. So there's, you know, it's kind of like, where are you going to, but you, but I, you know, and I, and I think that it's, it's, you know, for anyone who celebrates or acknowledges, I think it's um, interesting to have those two different New Year's just for as an for an for example, um, yeah. So numerology for your Jewish birthday, um, and I'm sure that would have total. Right. Value. It would just right. be coming from a different angles. See, it's very hard for us. We live in such a this or that, either or mentality most of the time. It's hard to imagine that there's actually uh, different ways of viewing and expressing reality. Yeah, it's true. You know, just so, looking at the difference between like Eastern and Western astrology, it's like, well, which one is right? It's like maybe they're both right. Yeah, you know? I had my I had my mom on the podcast um uh recently, um, and she's a feng shui consultant. And you know, talking with her on the podcast, you know, versus just being her daughter and having those conversations and learning about feng shui over the years was it was just um it was fascinating to think about it differently in that way, knowing that I'm, you know, she's share, we're sharing this conversation to people who are listening and just kind of like recognizing how many different tools and healing modalities and ways to evolve and explore and experiment. And like, just, it's like amazing. So I, I'm like, so thank you so much for taking the time to like, you know, break it down <laughs> semi-kindergarten style, <laughs> you know, um, numerology and astrology and, 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 and also just reminding us that it's, it's, it's incredibly complex and there's different, um, um, you know, there's the Eastern, there's, there's Western, you know, there's just like so many different schools within the schools and, um, which can, you know, on the one hand be overwhelming, but then on the other hand, you know, it's okay to just, you know, if you're interested just to find something and if it resonates, just, you know, go with it. Um, so I would, so you talked about, you were teaching classes online and they do private readings. So I would love for anyone listening who's curious to connect with you and maybe get a personal reading or hear about one of your classes. Are you avail- Are you available for these yeah, things? Are you still, what, what's, what are you yeah, offering yeah. these days? Yeah. I'm, I'm, 
I'm doing readings always. So, uh, you know, my website is www.explorewithadam.com. Um, and that's generally the best way to reach me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, these days it's mostly zoom, uh, yeah. You know, if we don't want video, uh, we could do it, you know, without the video component. But uh, Zoom's actually great because it's really easy to record the sessions. And I can also screen share the chart, the birth oh, chart. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I used to do long distance. I used to do just phone readings. And, you know, Zoom is definitely an upgrade in that regard. Um, and uh, you know, during COVID, I do, obviously, I do less uh, in-person sessions. But um, so the bulk of my uh, business has gone on to Zoom, uh, which, you know, the positive side of that is I just, you know, I'm doing readings for people all over the world, you know, and um, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, and it makes the recording of the session easy and, you know, they get, you know, all of that. So, um, so yeah, explore, explore with Adam.com. And I'll put that in the, in the um, description of the podcast. So people oh. can. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I try to, I, I don't do a sliding scale, but I try to help people who really want a reading, uh, that may not have, uh, the funds for it. So I, right. you know, I, I have my general, my, my regular 90 minute session that I do, but then I all also will offer a six, a 60 or a 30 minute, you know, um, okay. uh, you know, if somebody really wants something, but they can only afford so much. Um, I try, I try to help people out with that. Um, That's and, great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So as we're wrapping up, I'm just, I'm wondering if there's anything you, you know, feel that you think is important to share about. You well, know- I'll just number four year for you because that's, what's just begun for you. And so, you know, I mentioned work building. So a four year can often come with, it's, it's very much about the foundation of your life. So, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. number four year, a person will really start to tune into what, the foundation is for their life to be what foundation they need in place for their life to be the way they want it to be. So for some people that might be health for some people that might be a spiritual practice for some people, they might be like, I need to be making this amount of money. That's foundational. Right. For some people, it might be, you know, I need to be in a, healthy relationship, you know, what it could be so many things, it could be more than one thing, but these are found, you know, in a number four year, it can be very much about, that's why I use the pyramid as the symbol for, because it's got the, the four-sided foundation, which is such a solid, stable foundation. You've got the tip of the pyramid, which sort of represents the, the vision that's originally inspiring this work and the, where you're headed towards, where, what your goal is, what the peak of your, what you're trying to manifest and then the brick by brick, step by step process of building the actual work that goes into manifesting this idea, this vision, this dream, mm. this life that you want. That's all number four. So that gets really highlighted and brought to the to the surface in a number four year. That's the kind of general theme, I would say, of a number four year. It's tuning into what the foundation is for you, at least at this point in your life, what, what needs to be there in place as a foundation and also what your goal is mm-hmm. and, and also doing the work. So is it, you know, for me and anyone else who's a number four or even they, they do their, when they do their, their numerology and they're like, Oh, next year's a four, this next last year was a four. Um, is it, is it, 
are you recommending like number one, get clear on what I need in my foundation? And then number two, what was the other thing you just said? Uh, well, you know, the foundation and then, you know, knowing what it is, what it is you want, what, what it is, is I want uh-huh. and in what foundation needs to be there in order to have that. Gotcha. Okay. And understanding what the steps are and doing the work. Right. So just getting, having clarity about that and then, and then taking action steps to make it happen. Yeah. 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 That, that would make sense. I, 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 veer away from ever really trying to tell people what to do. I just, yeah, no, yeah, I, I hear you, but I, because again, as a yeah. healer, I don't, most people go for readings, astrology and numerology. They want to be told what's going to happen. What should I do? All these things that have nothing to do with learning how to tune into yourself and finding the infinite well of wisdom and guidance that comes from within. So it's actually pandering more towards the fear-driven ego a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And there are plenty of practitioners who are happy to pander to that, to give the person what they want. Oh, you want to be told what to do? I'll tell you what to do, or I'll tell you what's going to happen. Because I was trained as a healer and I do my best to come from that, I don't want to empower someone's fear. I want to empower their wisdom. I want to empower their heart to be their guide. I want to help them to align with themselves. So what I want to do is help them to know that that's, first of all, uh, uh, something that exists within them and to to give them some information and allow them to use that information according to their own intuition, according to their own wisdom, according to their own sense and of where the stream of their life is headed, you know, because you eventually you're, I mean, to me, that's a huge part of healing is learning um, to live intuitively, to learn, uh, to tune into the flow of your life, to see, which is one of the cool things about astrology and numerology, is to see that there's actually a perfect design to your life that's always unfolding. Whether you're aware of it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you're um, in the flow of it consciously or not, there, there's a, a perfect design always unfolding. And you can sort of get hints of that when you see the timing of things in astrology and the transits, when you see the, the personal year, like I said before, oh yeah, you started your podcast at number three. Of course, that's the perfect time to, to do that. You know, it's like we're, we're, we're engaged in it even when we're not aware of it. And to me, that's very healing is to start to become aware of this. You start to become aware that there's an intelligence to the universe. There's an intelligence behind your life. And it's not separate from who and what you are. It it is what you are. So you're actually, as you become aware of it, you're becoming more whole and therefore you're healing. Oh my God. That's like the perfect way to end. (laughs) I love it. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. That was, yeah. Like so insightful and I like I'm high, in, I'm high on green tea, so you know. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say? I'm high on green tea, so you're yeah. high on green tea. <laughs> you got some high quality green tea over there. Um, no, I I feel like in like I feel very connected, and uh, with what you just said, like it's it's very inspiring and very validating for, um, you know my my view and how I like to help people as well. So. Thank you so much for sharing 
your wisdom and your expertise and your deep care for humanity and the universe um, and celebrating my birthday and the one year anniversary of my podcast. Thank you so much, Adam. You are as well a gift to the world. And I'm honored to have been featured on this here podcast. (laughs) And I'm so excited for people to check out your website and connect with you because clearly it's time. www.explorewithadam.com explorewithadam.com we're gonna we're don't worry i'll we'll people will know i'll put it in the thing i'll (laughs) put it on social media even though i know you're not on social media but anyway thank you thank you thank you these these readings are not for the faint of heart these these reading your readings are not for the faint of heart okay you give it to him straight all right Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so, so, so much. I'm really grateful for you. Same here. Thank you. And there you have it. (laughs) Birthday celebration bonus episode, January 15th, my birthday. So happy to be celebrating with you today. And Thank you so much for joining. I really hope that you got a lot out of this conversation. I know that I certainly did. I think that I could talk to Adam for hours and hours and just, you know, listen to him philosophize and and go deeper on the 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 way how astrology and numerology can really you know, influence and give us deeper meaning and purpose into our own life's journey and our healing. So I hope that you really found it enjoyable. And I look forward to connecting with you next time. And until then, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, The Essential Guide.